Alright everyone, Game Day Greenville episode 8 with uh, Andy, Raffi, and Shane. We're back in the podcast office and uh, quite a week, quite yep. a week. <clears throat> yeah, so pretty much I think we can all agree the reign of Brady is still upon us and looks like the plague is still going. I um, <clears throat> I've got, I, I have a lot to say in the introduction about it. Um, I mean, to me, I mean we all watch the game together, so... Um, I feel like both games, I feel like officiating was very poor. And um, it just, I, I just don't think that the NFL is doing all that it can to really uh, kind of, um, you know, you know, I think the officiating was just horrible. I, I also just saw that in the Saints-Rams game, all four referees that were officiating the game are from Southern California. So, like that big uh, pass interference call and then the helmet to helmet. Yeah. That like they're saying like the, it's just it's just a big like is it a coincidence or is this really because you, you know the player that got hit I mean the player that did the hit for the Rams so he got fined twenty six thousand dollars but for, that? for there was a no call you get you get you get fined twenty six thousand dollars and the call wasn't even made yeah that, that can be argued but, but you know it it's weird though because like people complain the refs don't let them play and that football is a pansy sport now. But then the refs were straight up like, dude, kill each other on the field. We're good. And now it's like the you see the outlash. So it's like, well, see that's the thing is there's an inconsistency in the refing because in the you know in regular season it's like nothing. You, you get know, touched. You, you get, get sacked. Touched there's a flag. Sacked, there's a flag. But then there's so many plays that it's like okay, um, in the playoffs where I mean there's hands to the face. I'm pretty sure that Mahomes was interfered with. There was so much you face know, mask. There was there was a lot of face mask. There was pass interference, and it's like okay, delayed hits on the quarterback. I mean, left and right, you just saw everything. Unfold and you're like, oh, call, flag. But, I mean, it's a mega disappointment, and I, I hate it. I'm sick and tired of, you know, the inconsistency, and it makes you like, – it doesn't make me want to not watch football because I, I can't. I mean, I, I love football too much to, like, not watch football. But, you know, on that note, you know, obviously the, the, the Chiefs lost, you know, and unfortunately the Patriots win. But, you know, there's all this big talk about how Brady's a class act and how, um, you know, he goes up to Mahomes – you know, after the game and goes and, you know, talks to the security guard and gets to go visit Mahomes and talks to Mahomes after the Super Bowl and people are calling him a class act. But where was that last year when he skipped the handshake, you know? I mean, do, does um, is there a handshake after the World Series? Like, yeah. is there? Yeah. yeah. So after after every match, you know, in the NHL, there's always, you know, a line and a handshake. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much universal sports. In basketball, they all come out to the core and they all say, hey, good job, whatever. But then, you know... You know, backup quarterback Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl last year, and Brady runs off the field. Where was the class act then? You know, so it's like, and then people are all Brady this, Brady that, and it's like, no, you're if you're a true class act, you're a class act, uh, win or lose. Yeah, I mean, really, Brady's the ultimate winner, but he's also the ultimate loser. And and that you you know you can justify it with his competition. He's aggressive. He 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 pretty much gives it his all, which no one will take that away from him, but. He also gets emotional when he loses, and he does not know how to take it well. No. And Eli Manning can attest to that. Well, well, with that, with that being said, what are what are all of our Super Bowl picks for, for not not who we want to win, but who do we think is ultimately going to reign champion over this season? And uh, really, Patriots. I'm going Rams up by 13. I don't give a crap. I'm, I'm I'm I don't care if it's realistic or not. I'm going hardcore. Patriots lose by 13. 
Patriots lose by 13. I, I think I'm going to have to say Patriots with a dub. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, because, I mean, I I thought that the only team that could hold the Patriots down was the Saints. And I, I still think that. But, I mean, I mean, I guess maybe the Rams have a shot mm-hmm. if they beat the Saints. Um, but, I mean, I, I honestly think that the Patriots, unfortunately, I think they have. I mean, unless... Unless something happens, I I mean just I mean a miracle or maybe whatever. But and I half speaking on the Saints. Where's the commissioner at? He's not replying to no one. He's like this phone on silent. Well, New phone. Who this? That's something that uh, that I was reading that I I didn't even know that that was a um you know I didn't even know that was a rule. But the player that got hit um, reached out to Commissioner Roger Goodell and he said, "Listen, you have you have the capability to reverse this call, which I didn't know it was a rule." Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's been no comment, no nothing, um, and um, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous that that it has to go this far, you know. And and I'm not I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm not that fan that holds on to the Des Bryant catch. But since then, I feel like every single year after oh. that, there's been this major. NFL thing that that really could have changed the tide of the Super Bowls. You said that the this Bryant catch and it just reminded me of when the Steelers were paying the Patriots to get into the Super Bowl and that last minute tight end moment and yeah. everyone brought up the Des Bryant rule and they're like, really, Patriots won. But I just you know where where does the consistency stop and start? And this is where the mm-hmm. NFL could be in trouble with these new leagues starting up because these new leagues are creating brand new rules and this is where. The, I mean, because the inconsistency is going to hurt. Why is you know why is one thing pass interference in the regular season, mm-hmm. but then you get to the you know you get to the playoffs where everything gets and, real and heavy. Well, with that, you you have to think about it too. In the playoffs, it's more intense. Those players are going to hit harder than they ever hit. So the refs do take that into consideration. You got to remember that the refs are going to know these guys are going to want to take someone's head off because it's all on the line. It's one game shot. So I understand that, but there are things where it's like, all right, dude, this guy's life is at risk. He can have a severe injury that could ruin his whole career. Well, not only that, and but, that's what messes but, me but up. Pass interference is pass interference. Yeah, if some if the ball's in the air and someone gets hit before they have a chance to you know even touch the ball, mm-hmm. that's and and then to even say that the 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 guy was fine, the guy that made the hit was fine twenty six thousand dollars, but it was a no call play. So where where does the inconsistency stop? But. I don't know. It's I don't I don't think that anything's going to be done about it now. Roger Goodell hasn't really made any comments about it, and you know it's it's unfortunate. I, I think what it's going to happen, and, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think what's going to happen is once the Super Bowl is done with a week then after, he's going he's to come something. out and he's going to address everything, and he's going to say he's going to justify it in some ways of he did not want it to affect the current way of the teams or the players or the event of the Super Bowl. But really, when you think about it. Maybe the NFL will still stay the top dog, but with these new leagues, things are going to change in how players are going to look at the game. Well, I mean, after that, the point is moot. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, like, I mean, there's there's no point in addressing at that point because, you know, like, why the let's say the Patriots or Rams win the Super Bowl. How, like, the Saints are the ones who should have been there. And because, okay, not to say that they should have been there because he could have dropped the ball, he could have missed the pass, he could have whatever. And... But that's not the point. He still didn't even get a chance. Mm-hmm. But they were right there. They were right there in the red zone. Like, that pass would have been a touchdown if he wasn't hit. But, I mean, after that, why why address why address the media? You know what? At the end of the day, Brady knew he wanted the Rams in the Super Bowl. And guess what? The refs wanted the Rams. <laughs> uh, well, um, I don't know. One, but, two, three, go Brady. <laughs> 
Off, off to a better note, uh, it's been an interesting week for, for all of us. I mean, you know, sickness and, you know, working, you know, working out at the gym. But, I mean, you know, personal lives are, you know, cranking. So, what, mm-hmm. what, what, how was your week? It was fun, you know. I mean, work's work. It's always hectic. But, you know, I think we've all kind of got into that gym mindset where that's kind of our unwind session, push through, even if we're sick or we're, it sucks. But we really all have just... Nothing crazy, I think, has happened any of ours week other than just work been the usual. I mean, it's been a consistent week. Jim, for me, is the new because I mean, we, I don't play travel hockey anymore, and you know, you don't play travel baseball anymore. I mean, unfortunately, but I mean, Jim is the new like you know sport. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're paying to go to the gym and working out. We have we're on an eight week program that we're doing. Andy and I are doing together, and Raph as well. And it's like we're all just trying to. You know, I'm trying to shake off the the post surgery. I mean, I I've I've made excuses for too long as to why, because I was in you know top shape, you know before surgery, and then I had three surgeries in a year, um, and then it's like you get so because I for one of the surgeries I was out for eight months, so you kind of get used to not being able to do yep. anything, and then once you just kind of come out, it's like okay you're cleared, and it's like okay I really don't want to do anything because you get so used to not doing anything, yep. and it sucks. But we have our expectations and our goals, and it's been great. But and it's pretty cool because you know we have the podcast and we all motivate each other, but we also get the gym to motivate one another. And at the end of the day, when when we look at our personal lives, it's kind of weird but cool and kind of creepy how we're intertwined twenty four seven a day with all three of us. Well, I mean, speaking of interesting this week, um, you know what really motivated me was that I walked I walked into my OCP class and Mr. V came up to me and he was like, he was I, I was totally caught off guard. 100% caught off guard, but he said, Shane, uh, I checked out your podcast, and I was like, whoa, like, this is cool, like, because, well, first, I've, twit, twit, I've, twit, twit, twit. yeah, <laughs> I followed, I followed him on Twitter, um, cause he said a bunch of stuff that, like, I was like, okay, this guy's cool, and, like, honestly, um, you know, Mr. V, I don't know if you're listening, but, uh, like, he's done a lot of stuff that I'm, like, like, favorite teacher, by far, because it's like I, it's relatable. Ooh, Doctor Moe's gonna listen to us. Like, <laughs> but uh, but no, like no, because he's a like he watches Parks and Rec. He he watches you know just a bunch of other stuff that I watch. And you know, there's only one thing that he said that I strongly disagree with. And he said that the Office UK is better than Office US. And I strongly disagree. help you get banned on all social media. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, from gaming to be a hardcore Chris Pratt fan, which is me. Office UK. How do you even? I, I honestly, I tried to watch The Office I can't UK. Even, I, can't I, even. I could not. I, I didn't get past that. It's so, very no, annoying. I finished the first, the, the whole watching The Office the first time, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be that guy that's biased because it's from the UK. Ten minutes into it, I was like, you couldn't, guys are false. Couldn't I? Couldn't and see the thing is, is I, I fall asleep to The Office every night. I'm a mega Office mega, and you know what? Tomorrow's Monday. I'm gonna wear my Office Christmas sweater to school, and I don't really care since it's January. But whatever, mega Office fan. And Friends. that that's the only thing that I think I disagree with. But no, Mr. V is awesome. And just honestly hearing, oh, and then Andrew. And, you know, we have this kid I, I coach, I help, I'm assistant coach for a basketball team. And this kid on our team, um, Andrew, was like, I love your podcast so much. Um, yeah, he, he comes and, up to me after church today. He's like, man, you know, you guys talk, talked about cats, and I just I loved it, man. And he's like, this, this is my new pump-up. I don't care about music before games. He, it's game day, Greenville. He, 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 <laughs> shared, he shared our podcast with everyone on his list, on his contact yeah. list. And it's like, dude, that, that means so much to us, and it's, it's incredible. 
like to to hear like my my teacher and then you know this this kid that I coach on the basketball team like it's incredible and it, mm-hmm. and it means a lot to us that that these people like enjoy it and that's that's why we do it. But with that being said, we're gonna hop right into you know that was a longer introduction than expected, but it was it was nice. Yeah. But but we got we got some stuff going on. I guess this could tie to personal life, but. You know, Reedy River Riot, shout out to you guys again. I think it's just going to be the weekly sponsor of the video. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. It's scarf season always. And um, Saturday, February 2nd, it's going to be the Reedy River kickoff event at the Copa Indoor Soccer. And I'm extremely excited because, number one, like Shane just got into playing soccer at church. He's still learning foot movement and coordination, which is funny. Not coordinated at all with but soccer. he'll learn. He'll learn. And it's awesome because it's like one more thing that we can play. And then Raph learning into watching and following the players. And it's going to be an event. It's going to start at 4 p.m. It's going to be the 6. And it's going to be fun to just go out there. Yeah, that soccer show is going to be out there. Um, so hopefully we can get some interviews with some people, some members, some fans. And just talk and have a good time. So come on out there. Support. Um Save the date and members, if you're listening and you forgot, even though you guys know way more into the Reedy River than we do, come up, pick up your scarves, your shirts, and come watch the game. USMNT versus Costa Rica will be on, and yeah, just play there, soccer with us. Yeah, there's free pickup soccer and more, and then, you know, everyone's invited. It's Copa Indoor Soccer. I believe it's off Whitehorse Road, I yep. think. And, I mean, see, I love Reedy River. I mean, they, they're, first of all, their members are always, I mean, like, whether it's about soccer or not, their members are always tweeting us or with us. And we're always, like, uh, the last two or three posts, like, big posts, like, announcement posts, we've been tagged in. Um, our Twitter page has been tagged in. And, um, like, it's, it's just, like... I don't know. It, it just means a lot to be. I mean, this podcast just started in November, and we're still getting our legs and finding our our feet. And so, like, we just started. And, I mean, essentially, and to be included in this kind of stuff, it's it's incredible. We're getting advice from other people, and you know, gaining more listeners each week, and and our episodes are becoming more and more structured. I, I think this is the most time I've ever spent on an episode, and and really worked. I I probably spent two to two and a half, maybe three hours on this. You know, trying to prep for this, did some digging and some research research but you know it just means a lot you know that that we're included in in their post and they ask us to come out to these events and and we're we're gonna be there um february 2nd which is this coming saturday and you know we'll get to socialize with these people that we've been talking with over twitter and we couldn't be more pumped up Mm -hmm. but you know with that being said greenville triumph is they're they're signing you know a bunch of these a bunch of these new guys we're gonna talk about their um most recent three and um you know these guys there's it's something special because these guys have either been here before or you know they're not just excited about um <clears throat> they're not just excited about the the team but they're most excited about you know what's to come you know for you know and what's going to happen in the community <laughs> you right there but no, i was trying not to <laughs> seize man and they hurt <laughs> um but they're 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 super excited about what's what not just the team but they're excited about the community and you know I we've said this in past episodes but you know these that this ownership this organization that's what they want and it's just you know maybe they're doing it I mean I'm sure they're doing it all sounds weird but remember when you were a kid and you'd watch Pokemon and before the commercial break they'd say guess that Pokemon and you'd be like oh this is it like you. You'd like put it in it, and then all of a sudden they're real, and you're like, "Yeah, it's Pikachu or whatever." 
It feels like the Triumph is doing that exact same thing. Like, we're going to have a signing at 2 o'clock, and it's like the commercial break. And then they tweeted, they sent out that video, and they said, listen, this is the two players that we're announcing are in Could this possibly, video. Yeah, you're just like, Can you find them? And, like, I was sitting there like, okay, this is, you know, I'm going to sit here and watch the video, and I'm going to watch it over again. Mm-hmm. And even though you don't know the names, it's like, it's that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah but it, it was yeah, actually was pretty cool. Wrong. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty cool. Um, I actually, um, I got um, Cameron Saul. I, I guessed him. He was highlighted twice. Yeah, he was highlighted video. twice on the video, and I guessed That's him. I and he followed us both on Twitter. Yeah, and the person. So shout out to him. So, yeah, he yeah. said he was going to listen. And, you know, dude, you're awesome on social media. Like, yeah. you're interacting with the fans, and we already love you. Already. Like, already. And, like, because he, he followed Game Day Greenville on Twitter, and then he followed our personals on Twitter. And oh it was, God. like, like it was, and it was it was super cool. I sent him a DM. I said, hey, welcome to Greenville. Like, you know, um, you know, can't wait to see you play. And I, I'm, I'm an intern for the organization, and I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully meeting you at some point. But, you know, these guys are awesome. But uh, our first guy that we're going to talk about here is Ryan Close. I believe. You said Ryan. I mean, oh, Paul. <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally read it wrong. Um I'd, I don't know how I read that wrong, but no, Paul Paul Close, and if I if, if we get any of these names wrong, extremely sorry, um, but our English is no good. <laughs> but um, no, so Paul Close, uh, surprise! Um, oh, and all this information that we get is straight from the Triumphs website, straight from their media post. They you know they announce these guys, and then they have a link to you know describe who these guys are, mm-hmm. their background, and everything. But um, Paul Close, he's been here before. Yeah, um, former Clemson midfielder, so he's no stranger to the upstate. Paul calls South Carolina his second home, you know, from Manchester, UK. Uh, four-year letter winner with Clemson, 85 games, four goals, 10 assists. He's, he's a beast. And, um, you know, member of the ACC Conference champion team in 2014, was a senior player in 2015, and won the midfielder of the year. And he pretty much quoted saying, coming back to the upstate of play is amazing. The state feels like home to me, and I owe so much to the people in this community who made my time at Clemson so special and you know, knowing that he has attachment to the state, to the upstate, just makes it way more community-based. And, you know, Clemson coach Mike Noen, or Noen, I think, Noonan, sorry about that, but speaks highly of his former player as the perfect balance of style, steel, who, you know, he's going to set the standard for what a Triumph player should be and how they should role model, number one, on the field, off the field, with practice, and just giving all you have in your heart to it. Not saying anyone else won't, but... Definitely well, a high standard I, player. I think the thing that means you know the most of what <clears throat> Paul, um, I think what he, I thought it was really cool because like put yourself in his shoes honestly because like you know he's from Manchester UK, you know he he calls you know Clemson you know up or upstate South Carolina he calls it a second home so you know he knows where he's at he knows where he you know but like imagine being here i mean in the united states it's but then calling you, somewhere else yeah. a second and think home. about it, you know you're from the uk and then the upstate you know the south is like a second home where it's like a completely I, you know, different world i was world. thinking of that and it's like it's a completely different like like culture you know we both like tea just one has a little more diabetes in it yeah <laughs> but <laughs> we're good i mean I, yeah, that's that's pretty cool you know that that someone from you know another country and you know another sport calls you know this <laughs> Shout out to Andrew for texting us. Yeah, the podcast with the American flag and OG in the fire. Um, but um, I was like, "Is this live?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean this this guy calls this 
calls this upstate his second home, and that's that's fantastic because he already, first of all, he already knows you know where he's at. He already knows the community that he's going to be involved in, and he's pumped up about the team, and that's what you want. As a fan, people from the riot are probably like amped because mm-hmm. you've got a guy like this who's pumped to be invested in the community as well as pumped to be a part of this brand new team and this brand new league. That's I mean, you can't you can't ask for more as a fan and even as an organization. The, the cool part about it is with. All the players that Triumph are signing, and we'll go over the three other signings. But two other, two other well, signings. well, there was one, but he was the first one signed. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, we won't forget about you. He's a, what was he? Is he is it German? Uh, yeah. We can't. I think I um I don't know Czech who she was. I th- I thought it was Czech or something like that. Someone but... tweet us the the, the information because we are blanked out right now. We're not gonna pull up our phones. We're gonna go from mind memory here. Pollock. There it is, yeah. But um, we don't have any of his. I didn't grab any of his information because I was Swiss? just doing the the, the no, it's check, I believe. But anyways, <laughs> so um, our second our second guy we're gonna talk about here is Cameron Saul, who we mentioned, already. Um, who we mentioned already because he's the one who who hit us up on Twitter, and um, he's a midfielder from London, England, and he joins the team after a senior season at um. Lanier Ryan uh, University in Hickory, North Carolina, and he spent the past two summers playing in Asheville City um, <clears throat> of the NPSL, the National Premier Soccer League. So he's no stranger to the field. And, you know, again, he, he quotes, um, and Saul quotes here, being a part of um, this inaugural team is a huge honor and a real dream come true. The club itself is one that I have followed since the announcement, and being a part of it is special. So I mean, these guys—they—they they know what they're getting into. They know what's what's happening. They—they—I they, mean, it's like they're just as excited as we are as fans. But I mean, they get to do the truest honor and they get to play. It's, it's kind they, of that ribbon, you know what I mean? That first ribbon and knowing, no matter how the season goes, you're part of history for a team. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you can then, tell your kids, your grandkids, like, hey, you know, this is the work I did. But I mean, it's it's incredible. And, you know, these, these guys, they definitely know, you know, what's happening. And, you know, it's pretty it's pretty sweet that they get to be a part of this and that, you know, as a podcast, we get to be a part of this team. And it's special. It's special for everyone. I know that these people, you know, a part of the organization, you know, they're extremely excited for everything. I mean, especially because the, the staff has been putting in so much work. I mean, because, you know, and we've said it a thousand times, this isn't just, it's not just a new team. It's a new league. So everyone is figuring everything out, mm-hmm. you know. And it's 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 something special. It's just cool because like every day you go on Twitter and you find something new about this league. You know, like okay, you go on Twitter, you're gonna know everything that's pretty much going on. It's gonna be the same typical thing with all the sports, like trade lines, maybe a new rule or maybe a new incident. But with this, we're learning every little piece. It's like a puzzle, yep. you know. And when the season starts, that puzzle, you're gonna have that one final piece, and we're gonna see how that opening game is, and it's gonna be amazing. I mean. The amount of work those employees are putting, the Reedy River Wyatt, all this Wyatt, <laughs> the Wyatt Webbeth. <laughs> but everyone has been a family, and I'm excited. I'm, like, I'm, I'm already a diehard fan. Uh, who's who's the last player that we had here? Raph? Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. <laughs> it's uh, Sammy Guveri, I guess. Guveri? Like Guveri? I guess. Gute I don't cheese. know. Uh, oh, there's a, he played for the uh, Sima Agelis uh, League. Aguilas? Uh, Agelis. I don't yeah. know. In League Two of the USL, uh, where he totaled 477 minutes over 13 games during the 2018 season, um, and then he's quoted for saying that joining the club is a great honor, 
and a challenge and an opportunity for me to play a pivotal role in helping the club win not only games but also the hearts of the fans. I mean, I'm excited for the team. I don't know that much about soccer, but by the three that are joining, I guess it'll be a good season. And he's from know. Florida. Hey, Florida hey. Boca yeah. Raton. Boca Raton scared, kind of scared me. That area. Yeah. I, I think it's beautiful. Boca Raton so, is... I've never been. So our family used to have the, the, the shipping company and the, the trucking business, and every time we went to Boca Raton, I was like, it was like a semi, it's, it's, but it's, with more, more like a Fort Lauderdale vibe. Oh well, yeah, okay. kind of near Fort Lauderdale. Well, that's what I'm saying with the vibe. It's yeah. like Daltona having like a Orlando vibe with a Daytona oh, area. Yeah. All right, we're way off topic there, but great players, great signees, and dude. All right, I, I'm sorry, but but like you know the the, the rabbits kind of let me down. I'm sick of the cancer, and you know how being. Our boy Howe, you know, obviously being, you know, suspended for, obviously, you know, kicking butt. Like, he's a brawler. Dude. He's a wagon, dude. Straight Dude, he wagon. straight up brought homeboy down, got him back up, pushed the ref, and said, oh, Brown two, come here. For real? Yeah, he, he, was like, he wasn't letting go. He was mad. But it was because it was a uh, previous game, I believe it was a dirty hit he did. He's like, all right, I got you, bub. But, I mean, it was it was a rough game. And I, I honestly, I've been to the last, this is the third stick of the cancer game that I've mm-hmm. been to. And it. It was kind of sad because, like, the, the, it was packed, but, like, it wasn't as packed as it could have been, and it has been. And, I mean, it, it was a little bit of a disappointment all around. I mean, they lost. And it, and it was it was tough because they, they outshot um, – honestly, I'm not going to lie. Atlanta. Yeah, they played Atlanta. And it, it was tough because they outplayed Atlanta. I mean, not outplayed, they outshot. And, you know, it was a little unfortunate. I think when watching the Rabbits play – Obviously, they're playing against a team, but when like we notice it, they're playing against themselves a lot. You know, they they don't get good movement on the ice, and then by the time they do, what ten seconds left? Yeah. And they always do. They always the last minute of the game is when they're all of a sudden like, oh, let's play perfect uniform, perfect motion. We're setting up, and that's like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, well, let's get out before traffic gets bad. Me every game, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I. We stuck through. I, it, was, it was a little rough. But, I mean, I think the highlight of the game for us was being able to see uh, Brooke and Rebecca. Um, and, and Rebecca. And those are two, these are two girls that have really listened to our podcast. Happy birthday, and Rebecca. And happy birthday to Rebecca. But, I mean, these are two girls that listen to our podcast through and through. Great friends. And, and they're, they're faithful listeners. And, you know what, like, it, it, it's awesome because mm-hmm. you got – People that we didn't even know until we started this thing, and then they've listened to every episode so far. I mean, I mean, we only have eight, so I mean, it's not you know incredible, but I mean, like they've listened to every episode so far, and you know they're always you know snapping us, and they're always you know hey this is really great, like you guys could do this, and it's it's really cool. Like we they're always there to like everything, yep. retweet, like yep. something, comment. So we love you guys. You guys yeah, are awesome. They're, they're fantastic, but. Andy is a little more excited for the springtime. Look, look, spring training is coming up. And number two, MLB The Show comes out, and I will probably not be in any podcast episode. I'll be in my room. Sorry for work. Sorry for everyone. But I'm finally going to get back into MLB games, and I'm wanna, excited with the Do you want to tell everyone about your recent accomplishment before we start talking about the Greenville Drive? <laughs> all right, all right. Everyone sit down because you're going you're gonna to be in for something here. So uh, popped in MLB The Show. Pick the Dodgers, max difficulty, and uh, my boy Kershaw. Right, first game in, perfect game. 
and one nine to zero. But all right, all right. Enough about me. So wait, so you're telling me that it was it was on the max difficulty? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Max difficulty. But that's the only way you can really play MLB because like if not, you can just slug home runs. Do you want to talk about what happened in NHL this week or is that uh, what? Okay. Alright, um, but anyway. Oh no, our connection's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, Andy, you're you're pumped about you're pumped about the Greenville Drive. I know that Andy can talk about this. Well, he talked about it last night, actually. Yeah, it was, um, I got a little carried away. But I mean, no, it's it's really great because I mean we're covering sports. I mean, I, we 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 talk about the Rabbits a little bit, and I'm a you know mega hockey fan. I'm a huge Dallas Stars guy, and I'm I, I just I love hockey. I'm, it's what I'm the most passionate about. And then, you know, it's right here in our community. And then, you know, Andy, mega baseball fan, loves baseball, you know, with everything he's got. And he played travel ball. I played travel hockey. So it's like we, we cover what we love. And, you know, what he doesn't know about hockey, I fill him in. And, you know, you know what, what he doesn't love, I mean, what he doesn't know about, um, you know, <laughs> what he doesn't know about uh, hockey, I fill him in. And then what I don't know about baseball, he fills me in. So it's like, you know, it's just – it's awesome. So why don't why don't you kind of fill everyone in about the drive and you know what's what's to be expected here? So I accidentally just shocked my dog. We're gonna just put the psychos rash trying not to laugh in the background. Um, sorry, <laughs> but no, it's it's really exciting because obviously you know being associated with Boston, um, you have the great Mookie Betts, the MVP, um, and obviously he played for the drive. If, in case and no one knew, came straight from the drive and a few players. Um, we're from the drive, and now we're in the World Series with Boston. So this year, I mean, last year there wasn't much that I got to. I, I went to a few games um, last season, and I didn't get to notice really any star players. You know, a lot of guys from Venezuela were out there playing their heart. Um, I know I forgot the name of the pitcher for the drive, but, you know, he had a heck of an arm, and he was doing great. But right now this season, I'm excited because the drive obviously have announced a lot of cool stuff, and I'm really excited to just see how they're going to do and obviously how it's going to get drafted up, you know, um, right off the bat, Boston, you know, even though I'm a hardcore Yankees fan and my dad works for the stadium and everything, it was still awesome seeing those boys play because they were a young team and they went at it and they had pitchers to close, which obviously the Yankees did it, but seeing who they're going to pick up and who they're going to bring up the season, I'm, I'm pumped. So I have a question. So as you know, um, you know, the drive is affiliated with the Red Sox. How big is it that the Red Sox won the world series and this team in Greenville is connected to, to them? I feel cool because I feel like walking in, I'm gonna be like, yeah, this, there could be a World Series player here. Like that's that's like the little kid mentality, you know what I mean? Like like how when you see the Swamp Rabbits games, when you see some of these like kids look up to these hockey players, like they're the A one celebrity, um, because they have a chance, to, you know, go pro. I felt like that way when I was watching the drive, but you know, they obviously had the better connection. Um, no offense, but they they really did, and seeing that just really gets me excited because baseball is a thing where. If, if anyone really puts the dedication and the time into it, you can make it. Um, it's obviously not something picked up overnight. Like any sport, you know, no Jalen Ramsey can just say, oh, in six months I got this. Obviously not, no matter what. But, you know, you have Jose Altuve, who, you know, plays for Houston, walk on pretty much, and World Series. You know, it, it gives the opportunity for someone who has the faith in the work that they put in, and they can show it. And I'm just excited to see what the drive does this season. And obviously with us paying more attention to it, hopefully we can reach out to them since they follow us, um, get a few things going. And if anyone knows anything or wants to tell us about any events with baseball, let us know. We love it. We're all supportive. I know you know you were talking about just following into it more. And let's just see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited because, I mean, baseball is something that I, I have recently just 
kind of ventured into, and it, it's a lot of fun getting into a brand new sport. I mean, I'm more into um, you know baseball than I am soccer, just because I've been into baseball a little bit longer, and soccer is the newest sport that I'm kind of you know learning about. But I mean, it, it's 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 exciting getting into a new sport, seeing a new t- uh, new team to me. Um, but I mean, I went to my first drive game last uh, summer, and it was a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. You know, it's just like it, it's it's more of a casual, relaxed atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Baseball is because I've been, you know, when I lived in D.C., I, I went to a couple Nats games, and then um, this summer or spring, I plan on going to a few Braves games, and yeah. um, even even just. Um, you know, uh, go into some drive games, and, and and it's exciting because baseball is such a kickback, relaxed kind of thing. And Chilling out, nice yeah, out. yeah, so and so it's like I'm excited. I'm 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 incredibly excited to be able to, you know, go there and see these guys. You know, we've I know some people that work there, you know, with the drive, and you know they've got a great organization and another uh, and fantastic staff, and uh, I'm 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 excited for Greenville summer sports. You know, soccer and, and baseball. I can't wait. It's going to be a busy season. It is going. It's going to be busy for us because you know. But the thing is, is that we love it. We we like thrive off of being busy, and um, I especially with sports because sports is something that that makes me feel connected to other people, and I I love it. I I love like being able to like, you know, even just talking to people who don't like teams that you don't like. You feel connected to them because you know they. They watch the same thing you do, and there's different different opinions, and you know you get. You it's get fun to argue about a team too. It's like, well, why, why I suck or why they're great, and it just really it's like when you find you have a common hobby with someone, you know, and then sports is kind of like that mass hobby everyone has together. Like it's hard to hear a person say, "No, I don't watch any sports." Like it's rare, but you know, Raph raises his hand. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's like I don't know. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it, and then that allows us as a podcast and us as individuals to be connected with others around the community that are into these sport sporting things. And, um, you know, it, it's exciting because sport's a connector. It's not just something you sit back and watch. It's something that everyone's invested in. And especially there's this ginormous health wave, you know, going across the U.S. right now where everyone's trying to be fit and healthy and into sports and into exercising and whatever. And it's like, you know, but like we've always kind of been in that. Like even before the whole you know fitness thing, or you know before the whole, before the whole sports you know sports thing, and it's like, you know, being involved in sports is something that we've always loved and enjoyed, and being able to do this in a podcast and be able to talk about sports and talk with other people is one of our favorite things mm-hmm. in the world. So, I mean, I, I I'm excited, like yep. just purely excited. But you know, that being said, I think that's a wrap episode eight and oh hey fun fact all podcasts die around episode seven according to logan paul and we're on episode eight and we still got you know plenty of viewers and listeners and we're growing each week so i know yeah. we're excited so pretty much guys hey february 2nd just remember yep. we're gonna be out there so come meet us we'll, we'll take some pictures we'll hopefully do some interviews we yep. don't care who you are we want an interview so we'll probably just dedicate the next episode to just go over all the interviews. So it might it might be a lengthy lengthy lengthy. It might be it might be a good lengthy one because yeah, we want to. I mean, guys. I mean, I know Remy Remy Stark and you know Brock. Um, yep. You know, he'll he'll be out there and you know being able, like I said, being able to meet these people that we've been communicating with, it's gonna be like absolutely. Yeah. Legendary. So we're just gonna get some white tees and we're gonna get 
tape and paper, and we're just going to write Game Day Greenville since we don't have official merch yet. And we're just going to walk around with it tape. Yeah, so you yeah, know who we 100%. are. 100%. And, you know, go buy, a, go, go buy Walmart and go buy some Sharpies mm-hmm. and, you know, get a Hanes white t-shirt and color and whatever and stuff. But Sponsor us, Hanes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, anyways. But yeah, February 2nd, four, starting at 4 o'clock, be there. Meet us. We're excited. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.